Shalom. Today's daf Yomi is Nazir daf Chafei, Nazir 25. And we're going to start with the last line on 24b with a quotation from the Mishnah in Me'ilah 11a. In the Me'ilah, this line from the Mishnah Me'ilah was cited earlier by the Gemara. And there the the, Mish, the Gemara had cited the Mishnah where the Mishnah had said, Mace, that if the Nazir died, and he had money which he had which he had set aside, but it was not designated, and we don't know what to do with this money. Then Then this money goes, meaning to say the money is sacred. The money should go to a nidava. The money should go for a voluntary offering. So the Gemara asked the question: How is it permitted to bring this sac- this money? that was set aside for sacrifices from a Nazir, how can you make it for a voluntary offering? It's not really possible to do that. Why is it not really possible to do that? The, there was, a Nazir brings, as part of the conclusion of his sacrifices, he brings money for a sin offering. And so, so therefore, he had separated part of the money for carbon chatos, because he and 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 so therefore, if he had set aside part of the money to bring a carbon chatos, he can't bring that because a sin offering cannot be brought as a voluntary offering. And so, therefore, how is he able? How are we able to say on the top of our daf on Chavay Amadal? The Gemara asks the question: How could we say that the money should go for a voluntary offering? So says Rabbi Yochanan. Amr Rabbi Yochanan, there's a special law of Hayan Nazir. Halacha, he ben Nazir, is a special law from Moshe Sinai by Nazir that the money that the Nazir left behind, the most assumim, the money that was not specifically designated, but it was set aside by Nazir, should be brought for them as a voluntary offering, even though they have within it the money of the Khatas. And this is specifically when the money of the chatas is mixed together with the with other money. Do we say it's alachamalushimisina that you should take all the money, combine it together, and bring in oa as a voluntary offering? But when the dmei chatas, when the money of the chatas is not mixed together with the other offerings, the Gemara is going to tell us on chafavamabeis that under those cases that you have to take this money for the sin offering and throw it into the sea, and and that's the reason. And, and that's because you can't take the money specifically from a sin offering and bring it. So that's where the money was designated for a sin offering that you have to do that. And they can't go to a voluntary offering. That's what Tosfos says. So Tosfos in his, in his commentary, Halacha ibn Nazir, under the words, Dibar Maschil, Halacha ibn Nazir, that it's a law by a Nazarite, Halacha Moshe Misinaihu, it's a law from Moses at Sinai, disassuming that this money that was not designated, Yipu and Dava, should fall to a voluntary offering. Even though Afopi she. Even though the money of the sin offering is mixed in with them. And the and Tosos continues and he says, Umi and from Rava's statement, it's proved specifically when the money of the sin offering is mixed in with them, then this halacha was accepted. Then this halacha was accepted that the money should fall to a voluntary offering. But but if the money of the oa and the shaman was mixed in together, then we don't say under those circumstances, If there was just the money of the O and Shlomim mixed in, then we would say that the that half the O and the half the then it goes for half O and half Shlomim and doesn't entirely go.
for an oral offering. So then the Gemara continues, and the Gemara says, Reish Lakish gives a different answer. Reish Lakish says, we learn this from the verse in Leviticus chapter 22, verse 18. It says, It says, Every man from the house of Israel and from the foreigners of Israel who will bring a sacrifice for all their vows or all their voluntary offerings. From this verse we learn that Torah Amra Mosar Neder Yeonadava from it specifically from a verse that we're saying that if the leftover money from a vow will go to a voluntary offering. Because it says and this implies that the leftover money from the vow, that if you can't bring it for the purpose of the vow, it goes for a voluntary offering. And the, and the Gemara has understood since the very beginning of our tractate that the money of a Nazarite is considered, the left, is considered a vow. And so therefore the leftover money of the Nazarite is the leftover money of a is the leftover money of a vow, and so therefore the leftover money of a Nazarite goes for an oa. And how are we learning this out from this verse? We're learning it out from the fact that it says l'kol nidrayim l'kol nidvosam, and the word l'kol is extra because the Torah could have written l'kol nidrayim unidvosam. So it ex- so the Bear Moshe says from the extra word l'kol, that's what it's teaching us. The Tiferet Sion explains that we learn out from the fact that the that the that the Pasuk says uh, is speaking about the payment of a nadir and a dava and not the vow itself because it says which would imply something that comes on on behalf of them. Tosos writes that it's most likely logical to say that the verse is referring to the extra vow of a nazir because there the money is mixed together with the chatos and the oan shlamim. Because if we're going to say about something else, then we could he could have just brought a, a, an additional one, like he made for the vow from the beginning. But it's only by a sin offering that we're not allowed to bring a voluntary sin offering, and that's why Tosa says, says the assumption is that they were talking about a nazir here.